This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up. Hope you're doing well. Uh, here's another segment of Nick's advice. Great. I was looking forward to this. Did yeah. you get the stinger made up? Uh, sure did. Here we go. No, 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 Nick's advice. That's terrible. Yeah, well, tell Can you play it one more time? No, 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 Nick's advice. Sounds kind of different from the first time. I think you'll find that it's the same. Mm. What's your advice? The advice last, that... last, yesterday's advice mm. was sharpen your knives. Great advice. Yeah. Makes your life a million times easier. It takes two seconds. I actually found myself taking my own advice last night as I was cooking dinner. Wow. Uh, my new advice... Well, would you like to? Would you like me to cater the advice again? No, just just general advice. Mm, okay, uh, cut back on dairy. That's also good advice. Two from two for you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> uh, uh, well, do you know most people are lactose intolerant? Even if you can drink milk and you don't get sick from it, mm. like your body can't process it properly. Because humans, you don't really, you know, you have, we haven't evolved to drink. Well, some of us have. There's some mutation that uh, you can drink milk. As an adult, but for the most part, the human body doesn't like milk after it's a baby because you're not really supposed to drink milk. I wonder if I'm lactose intolerant. You probably are to some degree. Most people are to some degree. Yeah, most people can stomach it and it doesn't cause many issues. I've some been having it lately um, in in coffee, and I've been feeling awful. And that's what it is. That's true. I generally speaking, I don't have that much dairy in my diet because my girlfriend Haley's lactose intolerant, so mm. we just don't. We just like avoid it where we can. Also, if you have any skin conditions. Cut back on dairy as well, because that helps with, because uh, dairy is it inflames some people. I know mm. if I drink too much dairy, I get all rashy. Rashy. There you go. My skin gets dry and rashy. Yeah, right. Um, so yes, cut back. Some supplements for dairy include uh, water. Soy milk. Just water. I reckon just, that's my other advice is only supplement dairy for water. I had cereal with water one time. Oh, you're it actually sicker. wasn't that bad. Yeah. It doesn't, the milk doesn't add as much flavor as you think it does. I don't and it just mean. tasted fine unsettling that's actually supplementary advice is don't do that okay well you're just contradicting your own advice having water with milk you said replace water replace that's milk if with you water. feel like you need to supplement it you don't have to so you think dry cereal i prefer yes i'll have dry cereal over a watered cereal all right this is my advice try cereal in no, water it's not, not, it's it's not, not you don't get an advice segment i do you don't get an advice segment. I, I how do you get my advice segment i can do it to hijack my advice segment hayden stop screaming into the microphone here's my advice don't listen to hayden because he doesn't have any advice segments Only on the show. one piece of advice per segment, please, Nick. So Thank that you. one doesn't count. Uh, it fine. just replace uh, water Cut with down milk. Cut down dairy. Or milk with water. Cut down on dairy is my one piece of advice. Today on the show, Nick, we played Secret Hound. Dogs don't love dairy. Uh, no, they probably don't. They're probably lactose intolerant. Mm, lots of dogs are. Uh, you're, you, yeah. If you guess the dog, you win a prize. Mm-hmm. Well, we're trying to give away Oddball today. Mm. Shane Jacobson's... Uh, Movie about a dog. Uh, Shane Jacobson uh, is from near where I grew up. Cool. He's from Mount Macedon. Cool. So. Well, actually, did you know that Peter Hellier uh, lived on a street near my primary school? Yeah, all right. Both very interesting facts. Both, no, both the same level of interesting. Yeah. Uh, also today, uh, what school is he going to do this year? What what the mayor of the Gold Coast wants schoolies to look like? Yeah, he wants to change the face of it. Obviously, things are looking a little bit different this year with coronavirus. His mm. new suggestion is... Terrible. Well. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is terrible. <laughs> the yes is the answer, I suppose. Yeah, I don't think any good. mayor can uh, make schoolies better. Because the thing is, uh, schools is exactly what the kids want. They just want to get 
outrageously drunk and partying. And there's no suggestion can. Can I ask you, did you go on schoolies? I didn't go on like schoolies, schoolies. I didn't go, I didn't come to the Gold Coast. I went on toolies, schoolies. No, I went. So instead of going to the Gold Coast uh, from Victoria, where I was living at the time, I just went to Anglesey and just hung out on the beach with my friends for a week. It was like six or seven of us in a house hanging out. I regret not going on actual schoolies, I think. What did you do for schoolies? Anything? Pretty much the exact same thing you did. So I think that's more appealing to me. I did enjoy it. It did sound better, but I feel like. Would have been a quite an interesting experience. I mean, I had friends that did both. That might have been the both. Sp- yeah, but like my version, the thing I went on, and then they also went to school is the week prior. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I was underage too. I was seventeen, yeah, so cool. I had to sit in a house and. What's the opposite of a toolie? Like a, a foolie. A fo- I was a foolie. <laughs> yeah, because I graduated young. Because I'm super smart. Yeah. What was your age? Uh, irrelevant. Mm, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Heaps of stuff. Oh, well, also, uh, a primary school, speaking of foolies, a bunch of foolies from primary school have mm. uh, set a record in Tannum Sands. No, they're not foolies. Well, they are. They're, they, not, they're, they're young under... people at school, but they're not fools. They're very clever, what they've done. They've raised $28,000 for the Heart Foundation. That's true. So don't you dare call them foolies. They've done more than you have. <laughs> you wash your mouth. You wash your mouth out, boy. Uh, all that and more coming up on the catch-up. Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. It's been a long tradition for many Australians to head to the Gold Coast for schoolies. Yeah. Get to the end of the year uh, and you head down there. Right now, though, that's looking a bit different. If you've got some kids, they might be uh, a little bit disappointed because they're not sure if it's going to happen. Yeah, because it's probably fine now, though, right? But it could be not happening. Dicey. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, with coronavirus, they haven't actually technically banned schoolies from happening. They haven't? No. Okay. Nothing's come out just yet. It's not run by... Uh, the state government, they don't That's directly true. operate schoolies. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the state government shouldn't be endorsing schoolies. No. Um, but uh, speaking to the Gold Coast board and the mayor of the GC, Tom Tate, has said that, yeah, um, we haven't cancelled yet, but I'd love to propose an alternative. I think it's an alternative that if you've got kids listening right now, mm. uh, if you're a parent of someone who's about to head out on schoolies, I think it's an alternative that you're going to find real funny, <laughs> fun, yeah. and there's a possible money-making uh, scheme for you involved as well. Makes money, okay. So what they're saying is, instead of going on traditional schoolies this year, if you want to be safe, get your kids to do schoolies mm. on like FaceTime with their mates. Oh, God. <laughs> jump on Zoom, jump on Skype, and you can do schoolies from the comfort of your couch. <sighs> I mean, uh, you- <sighs> that sucks. That's the- so the mayor of Gold Coast is genuinely suggesting this. Yeah. He no goes, one's going to do that. Uh, he goes, you're the technology people. Maybe use Zoom or whatever. Social media, do schoolies from home. You. <laughs> he said you. You is used in quotations, so I assume Tom Tate has said you. <laughs> you're the technology people. That's the quote. You figure it out, kids. Oh, but I, I think it's a good idea. Why? That's a terrible because idea. One is, I mean, there are probably a few diseases that get spread on a normal schoolies anyway. That's true. Yeah. So this is going to min- minimize that. Yeah. But the second thing is, I think it's just good entertainment for the parents. <laughs> you get to see what they actually get up to. Yeah. Isn't that an, isn't that an interesting insight into a teenager? I think it was. That can only lead to disappointment. I think. Like for, disappointment for everyone for involved. Yeah. Just no. like because you're going to walk into your kid's bedroom. It's like nine o'clock and they're shotgunning a beer and you go, "What are you doing, mate? Shotgunning a beer in front of your laptop? It's just the saddest thing. It is incredibly sad. But I did as well propose a money making opportunity. Yeah, no, I apparently it costs like 
nearly two grand now for to schoolies. go on schoolies. Like well, it's a like week. a week away, right? It's a week away. You have to pay for all your hotel and your alcohol. <laughs> here's what here's what I'm saying to parents: yeah. If you've got kids who are about to go on schoolies, suggest they do it from home and give them the full experience by charging rent. <laughs> But, but like, you know, I'll take an $800 bond, yeah, rent for the week, back. Yeah. Uh, two grand, drinks, yep, that's not free. <laughs> um, and then if they trash the place, well, just, you know, you're going to keep the money anyway. I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. Obviously, we're very lucky here in CQ because we've, for the most part, seem to have escaped coronavirus. For the time being, For the time being, yeah. anyway. But that doesn't mean you can relax, you know, obviously. Keep social distancing, washing your hands, all that, to keep it that way. But somewhere that isn't as lucky as us up here is uh, down in Melbourne. Mm. Obviously, well, the whole of Victoria, really. Yeah, they're uh, having a real, real crap time at mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah, Melbourne's in stage four restrictions. It means they can only leave their house for one hour of exercise a day. Uh, I think schools are all closed now. They're doing yeah. online learning. Got to stay within five k's of your home. Yeah, you can't exercise. Yeah, you can't leave. Yeah, five k's of your home at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty intense stuff going on there. But what you know, this sort of situation usually brings out the best in people. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> usually, sometimes. Usually, sometimes it brings out the best. Well, because I was going to say it always brings out the best in people, but then you see, you know, the people not wearing masks and yelling at people at Bunnings. So not always, but a lot of the time, it brings out the best in people. Sure. And that's what's happening right now. Because uh, this Friday, the people of Melbourne, although they can't leave their house, they can't interact with each other, mm. they are coming together, showing their community spirit, and they're doing something amazing. What are they up to? What are they doing that's going to unite them in this uh, this hour of darkness? Well, what they're going to do, they're going to all unite, and they're going to share their unite in their shared depression. Apparently, is the quote uh, from the person who organised this. Dark. They're going to uh, well, it's, it's the reality, isn't it? It's a dark reality. They're going to stand on their porch. And scream like Jimmy Barnes all at the same time. Mm, isn't that beautiful? That is lovely. You gotta love the community spirit Melbourne is showing. Uh, it's been organised on Facebook so far. This was only organised a couple of days ago, but so far, seventy thousand people reckon they're gonna do it. A bit of a Jimmy Barnes scream. The Jimmy Barnes scream. This is all the same scream, by the way. It's a long old scream. We'll uh, we'll unite with them, obviously. You're, oh, that's actually a good idea. Central Queensland get together for a collective scream. Yeah, because Melbourne's going to scream together. And if, you, if you're if you in Melbourne, you'll hear it, because obviously everyone's screaming at the top of their lung, lungs. Would, if everyone in the country screamed at once, would everyone, would we hear it? I think so. Are we close enough so that everyone would hear someone at least? <laughs> I think the really remote people obviously wouldn't, you know, if you're out in the middle of nowhere in the desert or something. But for the most part, I think people would hear it, wouldn't Interesting. they? Should we try it? Should we try and get uh, a CQ, everyone scream like Jimmy Barnes this Friday? How hard could it be? Okay. Everyone, everyone, at the very least, you'll always hear Jimmy Barnes scream. It's yeah. Just... In the worst case, if you're, if you're like one of those remote people, you can just listen to this. Mm. Oh, soothing. Makes you feel good. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's hit. Jeez, I achieved nothing in primary school. I don't think many people do. Yeah, as long as you're sort of, I don't know, learning to read enough do enough maths to live life, I think yeah. you're fine. But I don't know. I just look back on my time now that some kids from the Tanham Sands State School, they've actually achieved something very much worth talking about. And I really, I regret my time. I could have maybe spent it better. Um, <laughs> but these kids uh, from Tanham Sands, had a, they are now currently holding the national record mm. um, as a, as jump rope for heart fundraisers this year, they've raised themselves twenty eight thousand dollars. Wow! They've also logged themselves a massive nine hundred and fifty hours 
Wow. Uh, between uh, the 270 students there. 950 hours. Yeah. That's a lot. Which is insane. So it's the culmination of a six-week program where they kicked off with like a day to highlight, I guess, some of their skills, yeah. um, celebrate their current title, which I think they might have already held prior to this anyway. Are they reigning champions? You they might be reigning champions, from cool. what I'm reading. And uh, look, they're obviously doing this to raise awareness for uh, heart disease, which unfortunately in Australia, pretty prevalent. Mm. Uh, you know, prevalence of heart disease amongst Australians was around 1 in 20. 1.2 million Australians. And that doesn't really change. It's pretty consistent across uh, from year to year. Mm. But with $28,000 raised by Tenham Sand State School, pretty good. And 950 hours. That's nearly 40 days, Hato, wow. of skipping. So it wasn't, it wasn't back kids. to back, though. Like they were doing multiple hours at the same time, right? Yeah, no, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. I, and I assume it was fairly well spread out and split as well over the six weeks. You'd hope so. <laughs> you, you'd hope so. That's, nearly, that's about three and a half-ish hours, I think, per kid. That's if, a pretty good effort. That's if they're doing it fairly. I was not doing anything for three and a half hours in primary school. No, I was barely even going for three and a half hours. That's great. Three and a half. Um, I would again. I assume that's per kid mm. between the two hundred and seventy. There's not one kid doing. You're not one kid doing nine hundred hours. God, if you're that one kid pulling the weight, <laughs> yeah. you'd really be hating on the rest of your class, wouldn't you? <laughs> Awful stuff. Instagram, for Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. <laughs> Secret. Hound! Let the dog sound! 13-12-16 is the phone number. Call in and tell us what breed of dog you think is making this bark. Yeah, give us a call right now. I've got a few phone lines open. Yes, uh, if you do manage to guess correctly, and it is an easy game to get involved with here. Uh, you will score yourself a limited edition copy of Oddball. <laughs> Every underdog has his day, according to the tagline on this. It has some Aussie legends in it. Shane Jacobson, the guy who played the Toilet Man and Kenny. Yeah. I think his name was Kenny. Uh, in this movie, his name is Swampy Marsh. Very good. Um, we, we really should emphasize, this is a movie about a dog that saves the lives of penguins, and I think it might be based on a true story, but Maybe I'm not sure. Pretty good. Uh, it's, called, it's apparently Happy Feet Meets Red Dog. Uh, in terms of a combination of possible uh, of possible things it could be. Hato, let's get to the phones here. 13, mm. 12, 16, uh, if you do want to get involved. Who do we have here? Uh, Jackson. Jackson, buddy, what kind of dog do you reckon this is? We think it might be Foxy or something like that. Foxy. <laughs> a Foxy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, have you guessed Foxy before? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, fair enough. It's a common guess. I'm always confused what a foxy That's a fox terrier, right? Yeah. Yep, makes yep. sense. <laughs> uh, it is not, unfortunately. Sorry, Jackson. Can't yeah. hear it here, buddy. Uh, let's get to some more calls coming through 13, 12, 16. Who do we have on the line with us now? Uh, it's Archer. 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 Buddy, what kind of dog do you reckon? Uh, is it a Kelpie? A Kelpie. It's a good guess. Do you have a Kelpie at home? No, I don't. Fair enough. Why do you reckon it's a Kelpie? Just because? Yeah, it sounds like one. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a Kelpie. Sorry, Arch. Sorry, buddy. 13, 12, 16 is our phone number. Who do we have with us right now? Uh, Brian. Brian, what kind of dog? Not a Kelpie, not a Fox Terrier. What do you reckon? Hello? Brian. Brian. I think it's a Bulldog. 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 I can definitely hear that. It feels a bit snouty, a bit like 
you know, like a fat yeah. mouth on it. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, though, ooh, it is not a bulldog. Ah, uh, let's a real take real one more. Show. Let's take one more. Let's go one more. Um, hey, we've got. Uh, oh, bless you. I don't know who's on the line. Who do we have here? <laughs> it's Fiona. Fiona. All right, not a Kelpie, not a Fox Terrier, not a bulldog. What do you reckon? Blue Healer. Blue Healer. Classic Australian dog, I think. <laughs> uh, no. Sorry, Fiona. I can't do it for you. Can't do it this morning. Oddball jackpots to next week. Wow, we're going to add another DVD? What? We're actually slowly <laughs> running out. We'll have to go to the store to get That's something. fine. We'll go to Sanity or something, pick up some Airbud 2 or something like that. Uh, Secret Hound returns same time next week. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Can you believe that uh, representatives of Queensland... Members of the government have been visiting coronavirus hotspots and they come back and they're not quarantining. Oh, God. I can't believe that, annoyingly. This is an insane loophole that has been brought to the attention of Queenslanders in the last uh, 24 hours. Like, it's been going for quite some time, but I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. Until Palaszczuk came out and said it uh, last night, saying mm. that this is something we've got to be on top of. But uh, consular and diplomatic staff returning from overseas or interstate coronavirus hotspots haven't had to do that, the whole hotel quarantine thing. Why? Like they've just come back because they're representatives, Hato. <laughs> but that doesn't. What do you? I know. I know. That doesn't make any sense. Everyone else has had to do like off their own dollar as well. Yeah, that's um, bad. Do the quarantine. But if you've come from Victoria or maybe you've been representing the state and country, uh, our interests overseas, mm. as you come back in, hotel quarantine hasn't been mandatory. Um, the premier, uh, Palaszczuk, she's come up last night. She said, uh, "You know what? Actually, hmm, probably not on." Yeah, because. Just because you're an important person doesn't mean you're not immune to carrying this like disease. Which I think the I, the I think the hope or the mentality behind it was like, well, if they're representatives, surely they're smart enough to get themselves a test and do it all. But that's it, not true. That's not at all. That's not true at all. We're all idiots. Yeah, everyone's dumb. Uh, okay, so do they have to quarantine at their own house, or is it just the hotel quarantine they're not doing? Well, they can, they, like, it's sort of, I think, at their own discretion. So oh, I think no. a few of them are getting testing. and they, oh, so they, they don't have to get tested. There's no word on whether or not it's like a mandate. Like, I would imagine if you're coming back in, I would bloody hope so. But right now the attention is being drawn to the fact that, yeah, the, the hotel quarantines, like, under strict circumstances, we're not even sure what they're doing. It's so, that same thing of, like, trying to, ho- uh, you know, how some celebs were allowed to quarantine at their houses. Oh, yeah. But we don't know that they're definitely doing that. Yeah. So it's so what you're saying is that potentially, and this is still happening, right? This yeah. hasn't closed They're the bringing it up yet. at a national cabinet meeting this Friday where they're going to try and close the loophole. They're going to make the hotel quarantine, like, mandatory, as it is for everyone else who enters the state. Right. So a, a Queensland representative could go to Melbourne right now, mm. walk around without a mask, do whatever they want. And then fly back, and because they're an important person, they don't have to get tested or quarantined at all, and they could just be out and about. I think their testing is encouraged. Yeah, but they don't have to. That's what I don't know. Uh, from what I've been able to read, this is coming from the Observer. observer. This is, that's what I'm led to believe. That's we don't crazy. have to worry about that. What? How's that been allowed for so long? Because <laughs> they know better. That's so annoying. Um, there has been a few, like by and large, mm. and this is coming off the back of obviously Queensland's doing the right thing. Uh, like I said, by and large, a lot of the people, like um, our consular staff, our Queensland representatives, have flagged that they've been to hotspots, and a lot of them have been doing it. Okay, that's good. So they don't have to, but a lot of them are doing it anyway. And there's no, there's no word that I've been able to find that says that it's mandatory for these staff members to do it. Okay. As of Friday, we're keeping our fingers crossed, but Palaszczuk is making it that we would like that to be mandatory. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, I mean, super concerning. Very concerning. Hopefully, they are. 
close that loophole this week. That'd be good. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on Hits.